everyone. Dave and Jeff, second podcast of the week. This time we actually actually did a Thursday show. We always say yeah. we're going to do them on Thursday, and we finally did one on Thursday. What a great idea, because traffic around San Diego on a Thursday is just a fucking peach. Fuck all of you. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, it is the worst day. God damn. Like, Dave, I swear to God, I try to time it late getting out of Carlsbad and leave it like 630. Yeah. And I don't know what all you dicks in Sorrento Valley are doing, but get the <laughs> fuck home. I know your wife's a... I don't know what she is. She's probably a drunk. But shit. I got a fucking show to do, and I'm sick of getting down at the split. I don't... Do you hit the split? Yeah, I do the split. You know that uh, that lit sign that tells you how long it is to the 8 or downtown into the 94? I think it's right before you get to the 805. And it'll usually say, here's what you can tell, right? And the problem is... Caltrans is a bunch of fuckheads, yeah. too, because what they should have done was put that sign prior to Del Mar Heights Road. Yeah. Because if it tells me at Del Mar Heights Road, hey, shithead, <laughs> 45 minutes to the 8, I'm pulling off. Yeah. I'm pulling off, and I'll go do whatever. I'll go down to the monastery, and I'll just hang out and play backgammon with the <laughs> fucking monks. <laughs> right? Tell jokes, have some fun, and let yeah. the traffic clear. But these fuckers at Caltrans that don't do shit except for nap on the side of the road. And fuck you, all you guys that got in Mark Grant's head when Mark made a joke about Caltrans and he was a big pussy and backed down. What are you talking about? I don't know anything about Mark this. made a joke about Caltrans on the air a couple of months ago. And because everybody gets their feelings hurt immediately, nobody can take a joke anymore. Mark had to go on like a bitch. And hey, I appreciate all the Kyle Trans guys. Shut up, puppet. <laughs> I don't. I don't appreciate shit. Half the time they got the fucking roads closed, no matter where you are. But if you were smart, you would have given us an option and put that fucking sign at like Delmar Heights Road. Instead, you post it right at the split. So it's like, hey, guess what? Take it right in the fucking face. <laughs> An hour to the eight. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Cal. You fucking cock. Thank you. Well, be nice if I knew this eight minutes ago. Yeah, we tried to tell you, but we don't have a sign back there. Dude, I've gotten to the point where I use Waze almost everywhere. Oh, that's good. Thing I use that. So that you well, don't use Mark Zegan anymore. No, I don't use Mark Zegan. I honestly, I, I I can't believe I do have to do this in San Diego. But right. honestly, I use it all the time. I just go on and it will tell me which freeway to take ahead of time. Yeah. But the best thing about it, it will tell you when there's a cop coming up. You know, hey, oh, there's, wow. there's a cop in a fourth of a mile. There's a cop in two miles. It will tell you where the police are. I mean, not like I'm driving 95. I gotta but get in the habit of doing that. Dude, and yeah. it, it, yesterday I was coming back from Escondido at 6.30 at night. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, motherfucker, sitting right. on the 15's about right. to happen. But you know what, man? I didn't stop for one second. I went literally 80 all the way from San Pasquale High School all the way back here because it told me when to go 163, when to go to 805, when to go 8 East, when to go 120. I mean, it moved me around a bunch of freeways. But, dude, I never once had to slow down. But then you'll do that same drive on like a Tuesday yeah, night. It'll take you nine hours. Yeah, that's why I always I always have it going. But anyway, it's, it's a good uh, idea. That that's kind of kind of the way. Now I'm, those guys who invented that and have that. Now that's a good on you, dude. But I, <laughs> dude, I fucked up this app somehow. Okay, have you ever tried this at Waze thing? Do you ever no, use it? No, you know what? I need it because that horseshit Google Maps is the worst, and I I I've known 
you're not the first guy. Fifty. It's on me for being a dumb yeah. shit. Fifty people have told me stop using that Google Maps. God, they're the worst. Um, use this one. So, so here's, I'll put that in. Tonight. Here's the the button I've clicked that I can't seem to turn off. Like I've literally sit down every day and go, all right, notifications are off. You know, somehow I invited rideshare. I got all these people. Hey, can you pick me up? Hey, can no. I, does your car is it okay if I bring my dog in your car? I'm not picking up anybody. I've never picked up fucking right. anybody. Get out of here. And so. I'm having a hard time turning it off. And every time I look at my phone, I got four people want to be picked up. God damn. That makes me think yesterday we lost a great actor, Rutger Hauer, at the age of 75, who in 1986, in a little movie called The Hitcher, he had no time for C. Thomas Howell's pussy ass. And C. Thomas Howe sat there with that stupid little look on his face, even though we had him on at Free we FM did. and he was great. He was cool. But Rutger Hauer was like, you know what, you little shit? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take your little bird tit girlfriend over here, <laughs> Jennifer Jason Lee, who was fantastic in Ridgemont High, but I don't care. And I'm going to tie her. Do you remember that scene? I'm going to yeah. tie her between the cab yeah. and the bed of a semi truck. And I'm going to tie her. And I'm going to rev this engine. <laughs> See, no. See, Thomas Howell just starts crying. Probably wet his pants. No. Rucker Howard just looked him right in the face. And just you just heard it. And popped her right into God. God. Oh, my God. He killed her. <laughs> Tommy Howell just crying. Not our Tommy Howell. See, Tommy Howell. Crying, crying, crying. Here's what I want to know, well, Dave. How much is he worth? Because I got it in front of me. Oh, I can tell you right now. Rutger Hauer yes. is going to shock people when you find out that he was worth $42 million. According to this, $16 million. One six? One six. Well. It's a lot of money. Bought a lot of AOL stock. <laughs> but this is what I want to know. When you think think Rutger Hauer, right? And especially in his prime. Yeah. That's an intense motherfucker. Right? Yeah, not a guy I'd want to hang out with. I was just going to say, what do you think makes Rutger Hauer laugh? What That's do you think, funny. Like if Rutger Hauer, if you and I were in the car on a Friday and we go, hey, Rutger, <laughs> right, you're going to turn this on right now because guess what? At 745, Ben's going to read a rap. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going to stare at you and you're like, you know what? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. that's it. You know, it shows you you're a good actor when you don't want to hang out with someone like that. You know what I mean? Right. When the guy is that intimidating, you're like, fuck. That just, he's those just are intense. All, he's just basically reciting lines that he memorized, but right. he's good enough at delivering them where no one wants to hang out with that guy. He's just going to stare through you until yeah. you change the dial. Exactly. To, to come up with something new. Yeah. You're like, fuck. <laughs> you're a shaky hand. Hey, sorry. Yeah. It, it was funnier last week. No, it wasn't. Dude, uh, you know what's funny is there are certain guys like that, you'll throw something out. Yeah. And they'll just stare at you, and then you'll come up with something else, even though they never asked you to come up with right. something else. Our buddy, been... our buddy Chris with the seals is that guy. Well, he's legit, okay? <laughs> He'll kill you. God damn. <laughs> Lock it up. Just when... That one time when we just asked, not us, but our buddy asked, yeah. have you ever used chapstick, or do you use chapstick when Lock you're in, up. in the desert? And he just stared at him. Yeah. It was like the dumbest question of all time all of a uh, sudden. But it wasn't a dumb question. It was It like... was a dumb question. <laughs> You don't look. I was just having this conversation with our friend Brian Curry. Yeah, I uh, saw Brian last weekend. I was telling Brian about our friend who's a member of the SEALs, and I said, 
regarding that world, yeah. the only thing I say is, hey, this book's out. I'm interested. Is this guy still okay or did he break the code? And I usually get a, eh, all right. That means no. This guy broke the code. Yes. And if I get a slight head nod, good dude. Got it. I can buy the book. That's it. <laughs> that was it. That's exactly And guess it. what? I don't ask any follow-up questions. That's why that guy is a friend, and I like having him and his buddies as our friends. You got to know when to shut the fuck exactly up. Exactly right. Which isn't easy for me and Dum Dum over here. <laughs> but every now and then, we're like, okay, we just stay quiet, drink beers, yeah. and nod. Anybody in the San Diego media does that to you? We feel like I got to worry about what I say? No. Not at all. No. The fucking pussies. Steve Quist doesn't intimidate you. I love Steve Quist. <laughs> hey, Jeff. It's Jay. I want to talk to you. Fuck off. Fuck off. I'll tell you another guy, and I, I hate this. I want to talk to you. Yeah. I'll tell you another guy right now, and I'm going to get it right out there on the table. I'll tell you another guy who needs to fuck off. That's John Cantera. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Listen. Fucking Tory Pines guy. Dumb as shit. Says on the air, has anybody thought that Will Myers should have his eyes checked? No, I guarantee it. Nobody has fucking sat there and said, hey, here's a guy who is former rookie of the year that can't hit his fucking dick with a golf club. Oh, did you? Shit. Do we have a rewind on that show? Don't we? The fucking coach. Shit. He should be the doctor. The Fucking guy. God damn it. That's what somebody with a straight face put on the air today. Hey, maybe he. I don't know if anybody's thought about this. No, none of us have. Because we're too fucking busy mourning the end of Mad Magazine, you cock. What the fuck are we doing in this shit old town? What the fuck are we putting up with? Oh, my gosh. Is he saying Will Myers is blind as a bat, that he couldn't deliver pizzas if he was a pizza delivery man because he can't read the street signs? I didn't say that, Dave. I just said maybe we should have it checked. Oh, thanks. Thanks so much, Sandy T. Feldman. Sit the fuck down. Sit the fuck down now. Do we have any more dumb suggestions? Just, just go, God, you're just punching the steering wheel and your horn. Guy in front of you is like, hey, fuck you, man. Fuck, it's not you. Sorry. I don't want to end up on World Star. I'm did not you, a coach. <laughs> when you heard it, did you just scream out, are you fucking kidding me? I just go, fuck. What the fuck? God damn it. You just go, God damn, poor. I, I just think about people that we've lost in this town. <laughs> <laughs> they just are like, what did I leave behind? Are you going to the Giants Padres this weekend? Going Sunday. Sunday. Are you going to bring a big eye chart for Will? <laughs> bring it for Coach. <laughs> and it's going to spell, hey, uh, top row says S-H-I. Uh, let me see row three. Close your left eye. Okay, T H E A. I think that's a D. Great. Read it. Uh, she had, she height? No. No. 
fucking guy. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. And just fucking uh, Ben and Steve will just jerk him off. Hey, part of the team. Part of the team. <laughs> we never did that shit. When Costa said stupid shit, we called him on it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You know he's hitting right now? Myers one point below uh, Kinsler. Fuck, we want to run Kinsler out of town. Well, I'll tell you what the pods better realize. Real fucking quick, they became irrelevant again. Unfortunately, you're right. Real quick, you became irrelevant again. And uh, goddamn, like the whole debate, like coach, that dumb fuck was talking about how he loves uh, hedges and like, hey, you know, I, I don't know what happened. I said, coach. I wrote to him on Twitter. I go, Coach, he's a career 203 hitter. Yeah. And I said, Brad Osmus, who's a guy that was really known as an all-glove, no-bat, career 250. Yeah. Bochy is career 239 hitter. Austin Hedges is 203. I couldn't give less of a shit. If I, Bring back Tim Fedorovich. Goddamn. <laughs> like, a guy literally is hitting 203. Yeah. A career. He's hitting 194 right now. Yeah. 194. And and people are offended. <laughs> offended. Oh. What the fuck did you just say about Austin? Have you seen the glove? No, but I saw the final score. Yeah. I saw the standings. Mr. Fucking Goldencock has you right in last place. <laughs> Dumb fuck. <laughs> right? I mean, holy shit. Oh, I forgot we're up by 10 games. You're right. Sorry to be a fucking negative Nelly. You're right. My bad. That's on me. I'll wear that. You're you're right. You're right. He's great. Well, what do you mean? We're already eliminated? Shit. What the fuck are we doing in this town? Like, why is it even a debate? It'd be like, the fucking kid can't hit. He can't hit. It's He's not going to change. Strong. It's been too long. It's just not going to change. No. And it- you're telling me... Bullshit. You know better than anybody. You're telling me that Tatis and Machado and Hosmer don't look at that guy and go, he ain't fucking got exactly. it. Exactly. Well, how many times are they looking at that lineup and going, there are three automatic outs in this lineup? Right. We got we got our catcher, we got right. our second baseman, and we got our pitcher. Right. Holy fuck. That's a lot of outs that you're just giving away every game. Yeah, I went to San Diego. I can tell yeah, you right he- there, it's 44% of the lineup. <laughs> Think, think about it. Automatically, you're giving away how many innings? I mean, that, it, it, you have no chance to win at that rate. Right. Yeah, it's three. Yeah, I mean, fuck, basically. And here's the other thing in this fucking town. You know what would be really nice out of that million-dollar farm system? If we could find one fucking guy on this team that, hey, is still pitching in the sixth inning. Yeah. I swear to God, we light the fuck up out of the bullpen. Oh, the bullpen shit. How about the fact that every starter averages about four and a third? Horrible. Absolutely horrible. You're absolutely right. It's a joke. It's a fucking joke. And if they can't go, then put them down. Like, I pay for these tickets. Yeah. I don't ask for tickets. We pay for them. So you got to go out and watch a guy go four innings yeah. consistently. Like, well, At what point, Dave, do you go, wait a minute. You need guys to go six. You need guys to go seven. At some point, you got to ask more out of... There has to be somebody that gives the bullpen a rest, right? right? You can't sit there and do that. We knew this, though, in the first week of playing. We're going, holy fuck, it's going to be like this the entire season. And sure enough, you ran those guys ragged. I got And Lamette's coming back. 
and you're working and Paddock's coming back. I get that. If you're like, hey, you know what? We're working these guys back up. Uh, Lucchese for the most part. But what the fuck's the story on Lauer? Well, if he pitches against the Dodgers, he's outstanding. You know, otherwise he, he's just not your guy. I mean, yeah. we talk about long relief. He looks like a, a long reliever, left-handed reliever. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully that's a sign that they got good guys in the minors to fix it. But when the Padres are saying, I don't, you don't know what they're going to do in the offseason. I'm not even sure who they can possibly grab in this offseason. But you, you said it a second ago. They become irrelevant yeah. anywhere in July. Totally. Usually it's May, but they become irrelevant in July already. They're in last place. And you go, fuck, man, that's disappointing. They just had a horrible road trip. Right. What does it take to get better? The schedule's not in their favor the rest of the way either to, to help those guys out. But when the Padres are saying we're a 2020 team, I still say 2020 is ridiculous to say. Why, why say that? Is that just to sell tickets to keep hope? Because you're, you're, as a true baseball fan, you aren't running to Vegas going 2020. You, we, just like we said a long time ago. We, yeah. You and I both said 2022, 2020, 2023. Uh, what is your plan for Gore? Yeah. When Gore comes up next year and Patino comes up, you go, okay, we got Gore, Patino, and Paddock. Pretty fucking interesting. Yeah. Pretty fucking interesting. Now shit starts going real. Okay, great. What is your thoughts on those guys? Are they going to be willing to go? Can they get you into the seventh every night? Yeah. It's going to change the whole dynamic of the bullpen. We're not asking Craig Stamen to make 900 fucking appearances each year. God damn, man. Every time Stamen, it's just they just keep throwing yeah. that fucker out there. And, and God bless him for just going and doing his best to help this team. But at some point, you're like, dude, you got to get into the sixth inning. You got to get in. Like, goddamn, Perdomo every fucking night. Uh, Stamen every fucking night, these guys. You're beating the shit out of them. You know what's funny is the trade deadline is going to come up, you know, next week, okay, on the uh -huh. 31st. And people say, well, who are you trading? You're trading Renfro, you're trading Reyes. Jesus Christ. Here, here you go. So Renfro, I've, I've always said to you, I go, man, this guy has the ability to hit 40 home runs if you keep him in the lineup. Renfro in the last 162 games has 50 home runs. Wow. I mean, he's really kind of shown that, hey, this guy can play if you play him all the time. They just weren't playing him all the time. They even sent him down, you know, last yeah. year. Um, but at age 28, you go, okay, well, is he, is he your guy to you keep? To me, it just seems too good to, to send down. In today's day and age, we're going for the home run ball. I don't know what's going on with Reyes. Yeah. And all of a sudden, maybe people have figured out how to pitch to him, but or he's just worn down. I mean, think about it. You, they're traveling back from New York today. They're already uh -huh. home now. Yeah. Traveled back from New York on, as Ted said, a five-and-a-half-hour flight. They get here. They have a game tomorrow. Yeah. Whereas the Giants were just you know in the same state. takes right. an hour to get down here. They're going to be much more well-rested than the Padres who were beat to shit from that long road trip. Yeah, huge. Goddamn, I, I can't wait for the trade deadline to be over. Yeah. Because you look at trades, and like everybody, we're all interested in it. Until you look at what's being talked about, and from, let's just use Trevor Bauer. Yeah. Okay. You look at it from a Cleveland perspective, and you go, oh, let me take a look and see what the latest is. So I, like a dumb shit, will look up Trevor Bauer trade on Twitter. So from the Cleveland angle, they'll be like, hey, this is what we do with San Diego. We send them Bauer, and they send us Patino, Gore, Paddock, and uh, Urias. And we, maybe we can get Renfro thrown in there. Oh, okay. For fucking Bauer. Then you look at it from a San Diego perspective. And it's like, you know what we can do? We can move uh, Strom, Kinsler, 
But they're going to have to take Myers in that deal, too. And you go, what? <laughs> huh? We're, we're going to do what? Yeah. Well, and you go, somebody hit send on that. Like, like somebody goes, yeah, you know, this is because we're the Padres right now, and we got this whole league by the balls. So we're going to tell them, you're going to take uh, Ian Kinsler. Well, no, we're not. No, hang on. I'll tell you when it's your turn to talk. You're going to take Ian Kinsler, and you're absolutely, motherfucker, you're taking Will Myers. <laughs> but you're going to need an arm, so we're going to give you a Perdomo, too, and we're going to need Bauer. And then on the other end, where they're like, well, we're going to need uh, Gore and Patino, and then maybe we make it a three-way trade. Padres send Tatis Jr. to the Mets, and uh, we can get a Matt Harvey. They can have Matt Harvey, and we'll get him. Uh, we'll get him uh, Bartolo Colon. And you're just like, oh my god. Yeah. Do you see that shit Togerson put out? No. He put out these trade, and I I'm gonna give Derek the benefit of the doubt that yeah. he was trying to be funny, and you just you hope he was trying to be funny, but you're like, this is give me a fucking headache to read. <laughs> what he sent out? Just shit trade rumors. Right. Yeah. We were like, oh, maybe we could go out. We could get this guy. Uh, he thought he had an idea for Mookie Betts. How you could get Mookie Betts from the Red Sox. Really? Yeah. And it was basically like Kinsler and fucking Cal Quantrill. <laughs> I won MVP last year. Yeah. Well, hey, you never know. <laughs> They've got a they got a couple young guys coming up. Maybe they need to move. Hey, you don't know until you try. Was basically the attitude. And you're like, do you ever see that fucking uh like any of those videos online where a guy's just walking down the street and somebody randomly just conks him in the head with a yeah. beer bottle. I don't know if that's already happened to Togerson <laughs> or if it needs to happen to Togerson. <laughs> somebody already hit him or somebody needs to hit him. I'm not sure. I'm fine either way. Because either way, I can. Oh, well, shit. Okay, that was a ridiculous trait, but the fucking guy yeah. just took a Labatt's bottle in the head. Oh my what? God, he was hilarious. serious? And Artie Ojeda's like, dude, please, just give me the thumbs up so I can hit him in the fucking... Go, Artie, go! Drill him! <laughs> fucking out of his mind. Is it, is it scaring you that Urias isn't the player we think he was going to be? I mean, he's, he's almost like, what they say, he's, he's that level between the minor leagues and the majors that he's hitting 75 and he's just not putting it together with the bat? I, uh, well, I mean... You're going to fucking, I mean, you've let Austin Hedges get over a thousand career at bats and he's yeah. hitting fucking 196. Yeah. What's Urias at? See, he's not at. No, he's not. He's at 40 at bats. 40. So what's yeah. that career? One, yeah, 20? It's, it, yeah, it's not many at all. Yeah, he's not even 200 at bats in his career. If he's at a thousand at bats, like, <laughs> I Jesus, mean. Jesus, you can't go a thousand at bats. Well, you've done it with your catcher. I know, but what place are they in? It doesn't work doing it that way. Well, I'm just saying, Dave, if you're ready to throw Urias out, because same thing, defensively, he's been a stud. He's so much yeah. better defensively than Kinsler. Yes. So I, I think you, you're you going to ride the wave with him at this point and ride it through and see. The good thing is you got a ton of those guys coming up in the minors. But I don't know if they're trying to showcase guys that have no idea what that organization is doing or trying to do. But you were just in New York, and if you're trying to showcase him and hope that something's going on where you can get some interest in it, fine. 
but I'm not, I'm not ready to I'm not ready to tank on him yet. I know what you mean. He looks right now. He looks like the definition of a four A player. Exactly. So, so here's my question because I don't, I don't know the answer to this one. Not being a smartass because everyone takes it and just being a jerk. With the Padres, we knew forever for the last three years, everyone talked about the minor league system and how great this minor league system is. Do you have any idea what the ranking is now that they've called up so many guys? Funny, we asked John Conniff that. They they think probably, and this is according to Conniff, and John, if I'm misquoting you, then I apologize. There have been a lot of movement yeah. with arms and different guys coming up, but the feeling was that they're probably still top five. That's how deep they okay. are. Because you still have... Gore, and you still have Patino down there, but Morion just came up, and other guys have come up, right? Urias yeah. was down. He was part of it. But I th they're still top five. They got a ton of fucking guys down there. And that's the thing. But look, to me, Dave, the, the problem with this team, the biggest problem has been is you're fucking weak at second base. Yep. You're weak at catcher. Um, I kind of like your outfield. Right, because Myers you want a, on the bench. You want a, a different center fielder, right? Is Emmanuel Margot your guy? Uh, I don't look at him as the biggest problem on this team. I'm much more concerned about second and catcher than I am with him. Just looking at, I have the the list in front of me. The guys that will be free agents. There's nobody that's a free agent in the off season that's a center fielder that you'd want. Yeah, there's nobody out there that's any good. Um, but outfield, you go okay. You go Hosmer, Machado, Tatis, Stoke. I like that. So, well, how about if we do this? Okay. How about if you go, uh, I'm not even sold down. I'm not even sold down Reyes. But Franchi will be back. Cordero will be back. There's a second point. baseman I like, though. I like Scooter Jeanette from the Reds. Yeah, I don't. But 30 year, he's 30 years old. He's a free agent end of the year. He's, a, he's 30 years old. A lot of talk the Dodgers might make a trade for him. But, again, he's, he's 30 years old. Guy's yeah. been an all-star. can't believe he's one of those guys that was released in 2017 by the Brewers. Where like like JD Martinez was released by the yeah, Astros two I, years ago, I think in second they they try to go from in house. They they try and see they give Urias one more year. Yeah, okay. I, but I, but they've got Ruiz and they got a couple of these other guys coming up. Arias is coming up. A handful of fucking guys in that system that I think they feel like there are young guys there that can play second base for them. especially at age thirty. What about your guy for the Twins? The guy that you always draft in fantasy baseball. He's he's available. Jonathan Scoop or Shoop? Yeah, again, I don't th I don't think you're worried about a stopgap anymore. I think you're looking for the answers. Well, they say they're winning the World Series in 2020, according to management. Yeah, they're not, they're not winning shit. <laughs> they're not winning shit. Look. If I were to say that, you would have snapped back with, well, fuck you. Uh, well, I'll still tell you, fuck you. Go fuck yourself. But come on. Come let's be, on. Let's be honest here, okay? Come on. Now, if they cut the cord on uh, Hedges yes, and they find a way to unload Myers, now all of a sudden shit gets interesting. And it does. I'm really excited, Dave, about the future when you look at what Gore's doing and Patino's doing. And you know that there are stronger arms coming. I agree. That'll shore up that rotation. Guys that they say will be in the rotation. I mean, they're, right. they're talking those guys are so good that Paddock will be your three. Uh, pretty exciting. Yeah. Pretty fucking exciting. Because then all of a sudden you go, okay, well, that makes Lucchese the four. And now you go, all right, I can live with that as those guys grow into it. Yeah, but but where is Hosmer going to be by the time Gore is so, a legit every five-day 
stud. When did, that's a good point. His contract, what, is four years before there's a decision? Uh, well, four years left, including this year. No, I mean, until there's a decision. Like, he has to he either. Five and three. So five last, and three, okay. Yeah, eight-year deal, 144. Okay. But the last three, they dropped yeah. down to like 13 million yeah. years. I know that, but if he's good, he's going to renegotiate. Could. And if he's bad, he's gonna. you're going to go, fuck, we're stuck with this guy. Yeah, I, I it's in his favor, hundred percent. It's a really good contract for him. Yeah, I feel I'm fine with him. Yeah, I mean, there's... it's really a bad contract for the Padres. Um, because again, if he's good, he's going to leave, or he's going to ask for a ton. And if he's bad, you're, you're just stuck paying a, a salary. Yeah, I also think though, by that point, you'll be like, all right, well, we can we can handle that. There'll be first baseman out there we can get. There's always first baseman. There are a ton of yeah. them in free agency right now that you could you could grab yeah, and go, man. Especially I would, if I would you go three at thirty nine, yeah, yeah. You'll find somebody that'll take that deal. Absolutely. So uh it's uh by and the I way, absolutely sorry, Dave. No I one hundred percent move Kirby Yates. I, oh, yeah, I would too. Thirty two years old. Zero hesitation with moving Kirby Yates. Yeah, Doesn't make any sense to hold him. Absolutely. Right. It's the same conversation we had a year ago. About Brad Hand. Oh, I can't move Brad Hand. Well, you moved him and you got Kirby Yates. Well, okay. But God damn it. I'll tell you what. You better fucking listen to me. I'm not moving Kirby. Damn it. Sound like John Butler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck. I move all those guys. Stamen? What? <laughs> oh. I'm canceling Patreon. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, right now, here's my question for you, smart guy. Okay. With your fucking, you think you know baseball because you got a fucking bobblehead collection. Let me ask you this. I don't have a bobblehead collection. Yeah, you do, okay. you asshole. <laughs> Let me ask you this right now. Yeah. From this everyday roster that's up right now, dancing around in New York, being silly, how many untouchables on that team? And I'm talking about the major league. I'm not talking minor league. On the league. Padres, untouchables, major league. That's funny. That's a great question. Yeah, that's why I asked it. There's one. There's one untouchable. Who? Tatis Jr. You'd fucking move Machado, no. too? Oh, I would. If I had, if I got the moon for Machado, I'd move Machado, too. But I, I don't think they... No one's asking for Machado. That contract's huge. I'm talking untouchable where I'm not... I'm. If I pick up the phone and say, I want this guy. If you moved Machado... Yeah, the what you would get back would be basically just, just. I mean, honestly, he's great. He's absolutely great. Yeah, people hate him. It's yeah, weird. well, because he has a reputation of sure. being a dick. I mean, it's going to take a long time for him to shake it. People still hate him, and it's it's the old baseball's weird. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, Alonzo, who's a rookie, gets hit mm-hmm. by a changeup and he freaks the fuck out today. Yeah. But then they're he, in their they're in his head. Yeah, it's all it's all fucked up. I wouldn't move Machado, but I don't think anyone's asking for Machado. You know, I just don't think anyone's calling the Padres and Larry Machado. People are really upset with Machado mostly because of what happened with Dustin Pedroia. Yeah. That here's a guy that was a huge Hall of Famer, put his time in MVP, World Series winner, and he ended his career. And people look at that as the biggest Bush League bullshit move of all time. Chase Utley and, was and, worse. And so Chase Utley's was bad, but Chase Utley's not a Hall of Famer. No, he's you just know? A- And Chase Utley did it to somebody else. Yeah. He, it didn't happen to Chase Utley. You know? And that's, yeah. that, that's from the people I talked to, they say the Pedroia thing's what – was why he has that that rap. Not so much even what happened in the playoffs last year. We stepped on guys' feet and all that shit. Mm-hmm. It's what happened to Pedroia. It's going to take a while because you know what's going to happen. Machado's going to be the Hall of Famer one day. Yeah, and then he's going to have the respect of that guy's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's a stud. And it's it's growing up. When he did the thing to Pedroia, what was he? Twenty three years old. Yeah, I mean he was a kid. I think I look. But at Tatis this. is one where no one even has the balls to call and ask for Tatis. Nobody would do that. I hope not. 
to me right now, I look at it, I go, I think there's two. Okay. In Machado and Tatis. And I think Paddock is really close. I think Pat and so all of everybody that's fucking jumping up and down about this fucking team with a twenty five man roster, you probably have Paddock too. You could I think Paddock would take a high price. I don't think people are calling for Paddock. I just don't think I think he's he's too good and the Padres think that much of him. As I just Fine said, their me. their plan is he's their solid number three. You need a solid number three for the playoffs. Yeah, or two. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. Um I love that kid, man. Everybody. I mean, really, the yeah. guy does exactly what you want. He pounds the strikes on. He can place right. the ball wherever he wants. He doesn't attitude. want guys. His attitude, his dumb socks make him not look so tough. <laughs> you know? But, but he, he's, he's – think about it. In the playoffs, you need at least three major guns. Right. And so this is the thing that I would say for all of us as we're trying to figure out how to make 2020 better than 2019. Fuck, we all hate him. If you're the Dodgers right now, how many untouchables you got on the Dodgers? That start on the Dodgers right now? Yeah. That's a good question. Um, is Muncie available? No, Muncie's not available. As good as Bellinger is, Muncie actually has more home runs over the last two years than, than Bellinger. Yeah. Um, Muncie, Bellinger, and that might be it. Oh, Corey Seager is probably untouchable. What about Walker he's so Bueller? Young. Well, oh, as far as uh, and Everybody, pitchers too? Everybody, 25 guys. Got it. Walker Bueller is definitely untouchable. You'd move Kershaw. Yeah, you'd move Kershaw. The Dodgers yeah. would move Kershaw. Um, right. Rich Hill looks like he's ready to retire after this right. year, even though if you look at his numbers, he, he, they're second best behind Ryu. Yeah. Ryu becomes, I think, a free agent in, in this year. And I'm, and I'm taking yeah. where they are today. Yeah. And the, I'm just okay. saying, yeah. guys called yeah. in the right Justin offer. Turner's career is almost over right. because the Dodgers have gone about saying we are not going to have position players over the age of 35, and they right. got a big-time uh, guy in the minor leagues that they love at third base. So, his so career, they may his have – Four or five. Yeah. I think Seeger goes to third, and I think they got this kid, uh, Gavin Lux, who's the future shortstop of the, of the team. But I think Seeger's a third baseman. But but I would say, yeah. Dave, just kind of looking at the yeah. team, he'd probably go five, right? Yeah, probably five. Right. And so you could do it with every team. You could do it with the Yankees. Yeah. The Yankees, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I think the Yankees, Yankees are more untouchable. Yankees would fucking John Carlos Stanton in a the second. They sure would. Guys hurt all the time. He hasn't done shit the whole year. Right. If you're the Marlins. Oh, my God. Right. Look how many guys have left the Marlins and been just absolutely outstanding. Yeah, but if you're the Marlins, you go, fuck, if we were still under that deal, we're crippled. Yeah, you are. Dude, there's and, nobody at those games. I get more guys at my Benito Vista games than the Marlins get. So, but again, it's not about any other team. It's about your Padre team. So when you look at your Padre team and you go, okay, how many guys right now, if the Indians ask for them in a Trevor Bauer deal, if the Indians say, you know what we really need in this deal, you're going to flip either catcher. They go, See, hey, I, we need Hedges or Mejia. You're like, fuck, done. Yeah. yeah. I, I, by the way, Bauer is a guy I would never touch. Um, and the reason I say that, you see, Bauer said he'll only sign one year contracts for the rest of his career. Oh God. You don't. You don't want a guy like that. So right. only one year. And also, Trevor Bauer is a guy that everybody across the baseball fucking hates. Everybody's well, hated that guy since UCLA. He's an asshole. Yeah. Well, we'd probably like him here, but because he would wear the Padre uniform, we don't need another asshole. Yeah. But if right now, if you're making deals. All right, let's say the Mets call, okay. and they're talking about Syndergaard. Uh, hey, man, we're going to need Hedges or Mejia. Who do you want? Who do you <laughs> fucking want, right? Yeah. You know what? Uh, we got Pete Alonzo, but I'm telling you guys, call us crazy. We think Eric Hosmer is the next Keith Hernandez. He's out. He's gone. Of course. Urias is gone. Yes. It's pretty clear that Renfro, Margot, Myers. Yes. 
uh, Reyes. They're all fucking available. Now you go to the pitching staff. I think the whole bullpen's available. Yeah. And you go from the starter. Lauer, fuck yeah. I'm with you. Lucchese, fine. Yeah, I don't disagree with any of the guys you're calling. Quantrill, you're talking about it. If you're calling ahead. you want to talk about every guy, we can talk about every guy. Right. Yep. Lamette, come go on. Go ahead. Yep. Hasn't been the same. Yeah. Nobody in that fucking front office, if Lamette's name come up, is going to say, you know what? I got to sleep on it. Ka. Woo. Didn't see that coming. Oh, no. I'm good. I'm good. Wow. They're like, fucking go. The problem go. is, as fans... They fall in love with the uniform. And yeah. once the guy's in that uniform, he can do no wrong. It's like a parent. The way people look at these players, they're like parents. I went to prom with Kim Carnes. She told me, I'm going to give you one piece of advice. Go Don't ahead. fall in love with a dreamer. I so, was like, wow. What happened to your voice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you smoke those cigarettes without the filter? Shit. Did you just swallow the tobacco straight? I didn't know which way you're going. What? What? Calm down. Is she in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? No, she shouldn't oh. be. What do you mean she shouldn't be? There's no way in hell she's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Are you crazy? She said, Can you name five Kim Carn songs? Betty Davis eyes. Yes, and what? Jesus. You going to see her at Kaboo too? <laughs> Jesus Christ. You feel the red eyes? Oh, my God. How old do you think Kim Carnes is? Oh, let's do the Kim Carnes game. I got Kim, it right here in front of me. Kim Carnes tonight. Shockingly, is seventy three years old. Holy fuck, dude! You're really good. Seventy four. Oh wow. Okay. God, that's disappointing that she's seventy four, and she's worth a lot more money than you'd guess. Uh, eighteen million. Eight million. Well, fuck. The fact she's <laughs> worth even a million. No, I got it. But eight million means we're probably living like Curiel hook us up. We'll be all right, but we're not living in Coronado. She lives in Pasadena. Oh, that's nice. I like it. It's good. Go. It's in L.A. where everybody fucking cries the blues. Oh, you mentioned L.A. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Sorry that we live a fucking life. We don't sit here all day. Here's what's crazy about her. Ready? Let Another crazy thing. She got married in 1967. God damn. To who? <laughs> leisure? <laughs> to leisure. <laughs> to leisure. No, dude. Leisure's son? Dave Ellingson is the guy's name. But, dude, she's been married 52 years. Same guy? Yeah, same fucking guy. Great lay, man. What that tells you. He's like, she still has the same voice as when I met her. <laughs> Jesus. Kim's Christ. an alley cat. Dude, she is an alley cat. God damn. Good for her. Eight million, huh? Eight What's million Dave's dollars. What's claim to fame? What's he done? He bangs Kim Carnes. Yeah. Maybe he invite, invented like one of those Ron Popeil things. He's an adventurer and an author. How about that? Oh, his books are fucking great. <laughs> I mean, one book that guy wrote. The biography of, of Kim, Kim Carnes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How Jesus to stay Christ. married for 52 years yeah. to a two-hit wonder. Oh, my gosh. He's 77. Well, God bless Guess him. what? He's worth $8 million. <laughs> he sure is. <laughs> He's like, fuck you guys. We're in Pasadena by our pool, and you two guys are... Fucking sitting in an East Lake garage. Oh my gosh! Are you really going to Kaboo? By the way, I saw your thing on Twitter about Steve Woods. Uh, I want to go to Kaboo. What do you really? Who who do you want to see there? I wasn't impressed with any of the guests. I want to go. Okay, so my birthday is Saturday the fourteenth, so yes. that is kind of cool. 
But I do not like Dave Matthews. Band. Neither do I. I don't like Dave Matthews. Vera's going to hate that. Who? Vera. She, she always tells even us. Know what fucking year it is? She says that her. Ne- she says her nephew, is, uh, is is works for the band. Did you see that picture she posted today? No. She naked. Close. She had a big blister on her foot and she had it removed. What in the fuck is she thinking that any of us are like? You know what will fulfill our day is seeing her little infected foot. God damn! What happened to make good decisions? Huh? She should have put a, a warning out before she posted the picture. Like, this will cause nightmares for the rest of your life. Uh, yeah. I do not need to see that little sloth foot of hers. No. Mike Costa has better toenails than she does. I, I'll take your word on it. Um, are you looking at the Kaboo lineup? No. <laughs> I was just throwing up in my mouth. Uh, the Friday night lineup I like. Uh, I like it because uh, the Colts there. They're good. Bunch of bands are there on Friday night that I liked. So I are don't you going to see uh, Ario Speedwagon? Is they one God, of God no, fuck no. Can't fight this feeling. I think they're Saturday night, aren't they? I don't think they're Friday night. I'm trying to find the list for you. Yeah, I put it on Twitter, but there were there were a bunch of bands on. I think uh, Kings of Leon. I hate those guys. Do it. I heard they're good live. Yeah, which girl told you that? <laughs> fuck. Probably the most famous band that I know that's there is Mumford and Sons. But they're Sunday, right? Yeah, I think they're Sunday. I'm not doing that shit. That's NFL Sunday. Go to the lineup <laughs> on Friday and just go right down the line. I'll tell you yay or nay. I just have the... Oh, here. Fuck. Hold on. Yeah. Come on, dude. It doesn't break it down by days. It just no, has it is. Go to my Twitter. I posted the lineup. It shows Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right, I put on. it out today. Let me go to Twitter for you. All right. Well, sorry. I didn't bring my phone in. Um, all right. I'll get to it. But it's funny is everyone was trying to guess what day you were going to pick. That was, you know, when you, when, as soon as you posted it, what day is yeah, going like, to pick? Yeah, uh, Steve said Friday night. I agree with him. Okay. That to me looked like the lineup that I wanted to go to. Kings Leon. I'd see those dudes. I don't know, Dave. Like Marine Morris. Uh, She's a country singer. Yeah. Uh, no, but you go hang out. Check her out. Okay. I, see, I would see this and you think I'm crazy. Snoop Dogg and Wu-Tang Clan. Absolutely. Yeah. That'd be fun. REO Speedwagon. God, no. The Colt. Absolutely. Boys to men. Uh, They're uh, men. Just cut the boys. <laughs> we're, yeah. We're here. That's what they say. Uh, no. I mean, but they're not They're not impacting the decision to go Friday. But if you're walking by and they're doing Motown Philly, you'll probably hang out and watch that. <laughs> Who's, uh, who? I don't know this at all. Who's Silver Sun Pickups? Uh, I don't know either. But you see them enough. Fuck it. What about little Steven and the Absolutely. Disciples of Soul? Absolutely. Oh, Stevie boy. Van Zant? Dude, I'm not seeing that shit. Oh, you pussy. It's terrible. You if go, they were in my backyard, I wouldn't Luke open Bryan. the door. You know what? This is why Don't pull that Luke Bryan and little Stevie it. shit. It's not even the same category. I swear to God, if you're trying to say Luke Bryan's better than Stevie Van Zant, you're going to get... 100% I am. Oh, my God. <laughs> you just cost us $5,000 in Patreon subscriptions. Oh, Jesus Christ. You cocksucker. <laughs> Andrew McMahon. Dude, uh, all I know is you know exactly when you're going to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> no, I don't know him. There's a few more, though, I thought. Okay. That in the Wilderness. No, don't know. Plain White Tees. You yeah. know that song. Yeah. Hey, hey there, Delilah. Yeah, that'll be great. What do I do five minutes after they start? Yeah. And no, <laughs> no kidding. Vintage Trouble. No. I don't even know. I Human. Is that it? 
or Jay Human, sorry. And uh, there's one I don't even know what the fuck it is. It's like Grizzfuck or something. Who? <laughs> Dan Haggerty? I have no idea. Who's on Saturday? Saturday uh, is my actual birthday. Dave Matthews Band, Black Eyed Peas. No, no. Is Fergie supposed to be there? Is she back? Is she back, done wet in her pants? Brian Adams? You've seen yeah. Brian Adams, haven't you? Yeah, like 1984. Sublime? Switchfoot? Cheat Codes? I don't even know what the fuck that is. No. Nope. What's Bad Flower? No. Nope. Southside Johnny? I do like Southside Johnny. Uh, but not enough to go Saturday night. You know who I'll text? Blind Millen in their one song. Blind, blind. Jesus Christ. Dude, when we're done, I'm going to fucking text Cantori. Are you? Yeah. Because he'll. I, Cantori knows every one of these fucking bands. The guys, so does Steve Woods. You don't think Steve Woods knows? I'll just fucking text the guy. <laughs> you just shrug your shoulders. Yeah. Who do you rather be stuck on a phone conversation with? Cantori or Woods? Woods. Well, I love Stevie Woods. Yeah, you like both guys, but I Woods, did. at least you know you're going to get off the phone. Well, Cantori may just be so fucking high, he may just fall asleep. <laughs> uh, listen, you fucking dumb shit. I'm going to text Woods and ask him every guy, if you weren't such a dumb fuck, you would know that when I said I was going to text Cantori, I don't even have Cantori's number. I do. You want it? I'll send it to you. But when he heard that, if you could, if we could have just played it off, he would have just lost his shit. What? Who's what? No, that's the great thing about is yeah. is Woods knows all those guys. So I'll tell him. I'll be like, because David's that thing. It's the funniest shit. When we worked at KFMB, yeah, we used to have bands come in all the time, and KFMB is big because it's TV and radio. And they'd have this huge lunchroom. Yeah. And so you'd go into the lunchroom, and here'd be five guys sitting there that looked like they hadn't washed their hair in six months. True. And they'd all have those fucking stupid as shit wrist things on around their wrist, right? Like 19 of them, things around their wrist like they were so edgy. And uh, and they smelled like they'd had five heaters in the fucking back parking <laughs> lot. So you'd be like, hey, man. Hey, what's up? How you guys doing? Good. Who are you guys? John Deere Tractor. And I'd be like, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> we're uh, we're a John Deere Tractor. We're in here with new guy. Yeah, oh, fuck. Okay, great. You go down the hall. You're like, who the fuck is John Deere Tractor? Who the fuck are these assholes, right? Where are they going to be in four months? Which lows are they going to be stocking shelves? But then they'd go in and play their fucking song. You'd be yeah. like, oh, shit. Okay. I know yeah. that song. I guarantee you, uh, when you talk to Woods, you'd be like, I don't know. It'd be he'll, cool. Like, uh, he'll know somebody's song that he'll tell you that you should know. Right. Yeah. And so what? I'll tell you what I'll do because fuck Woods. He'll get his feelings hurt that we're trying to coach him. You know what I'll do is I'll tell Judd and Mike who will fucking do it and it'll be a great bit is be like, hey, if you're going to fuck Woods, yeah, Kaboo, Judd and Mike will do this and it'll be really funny. Mike, who's Judd can do it to Mike. Mike, who's this band? Dave, just go right now. Look at Saturday and just count I just, down. I just fucking got rid of it. Hold God, on. What's your rush? I was looking you a, around. You got a bus to catch? Go to Saturday. 
Dave Matthews Band. No, you asshole. Count down seven bands. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm going in order on here. What do you want me to say? No, but I'm just saying seven bands down from the top. Okay. Who's listed for Saturday? Sucker Box. Right. So Judd can go, hey, Mike, what do you know about Sucker Box? I don't have any idea. And then find ten bands or three bands, whatever you want. We go, well, fuck, you may not know them by name, but you know this song. And then any of us trying to figure out, because we don't know shit, because we didn't listen to 94.9. We didn't listen to In the Cave on 94.9. Are you Locals di- only. What? Are you disappointed that Tim Flannery and Steve Poltz are on this list? I have a guitar and a cat named Jerry. Okay, so how, explain this Kaboo thing to me. Sure. How long does this thing last? Like, how long are you going to be there? How many it's songs? Like street did you... scene. Didn't you ever go to street scene? No. Street scene downtown was a fucking blast. No. It's an all day thing. I mean, I. So, I'm I mean, these guys are. From... How many songs are these fuckers playing? Like, I've never in... gone, but I, I kind of like the idea of going this year. Kind of like the idea. Look, birthdays with your family are fucking overrated. What are you going to do with your kids on your birthday, right? Where, what am I yeah, going to do? That's true. What are you going to go to the round table? Well, awesome. Play the claw game. Paper airplane they'll give you. Yeah, try to win them a Chicago White Sox stuffed baseball. What a great day. Okay, listen to these motherfuckers. This is horrible. Listen to these comedians I'm going to throw at you. I hate I every one of them. I saw them all. There's not one. Where's George Wallace? Okay. <laughs> I love George Wallace. Here you go. I'm going to give you a few. You're going to go, I hate that guy. Right. Wayne Brady. No. Bob Saget. Oh, God. No. Absolutely. Remember we said put Bob Saget on there? Fucking yeah. Fucking sucked, dude. He sucked. Hey, Bob. Okay, here's another. This should be the punch in the face list right here. Tom Green. Oh, God. See? <laughs> okay, here's another guy I fucking hate. He has a TV show on HBO. Pete Holmes. Right. Dude, he's fucking terrible. Because he reminds me of our old program director. Yeah. <laughs> Put glasses on that guy. Put nerd glasses on that guy, and he's our old fucking boss. Oh, my gosh. That's it. This this comedy thing is terrible. Yeah, you wouldn't do that. No, the Bacon Brothers are going to be there. You interested in seeing that? No. <laughs> See him at the fucking... <laughs> no. no. I'm not. But the thing with the guys at Kaboo, it looks like it's a fucking blast, man. You're out at Del Mar. You're hanging out, right? Yeah. And especially if you're going, for me, Dave, the thing is, and it's funny, I wrote a deal on Facebook today, and I go, hey, I, I put the line up on, and I go, hey, now we've talked about going a bunch of different nights. Here's the lineup. Birthday's Saturday, but I'm fine with any night. My fucking friend Janet, who's a pain in the ass, goes, who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> and I said, well, I remember that, like, at least between six and ten people said to me over the last couple of months, hey, where are you at on Kaboo? Not even knowing that it's a birthday thing. Just like in general, hey, you want to go to Kaboo? And I go, yeah. And today I was like, who the fuck was that? Yeah. So I just kind of felt like when you get that blind text message from somebody whose number you took out of your phone, you're like, hey, what's up? I was like, well, I just kind of write it random. Like, hey, okay, here's the nights. Let me know what night you want to go. Somebody will fucking respond. I yeah. like, oh, yeah. So I told her, hey, shut the fuck up. I forgot who the fuck it was. Sorry. She's like, yeah, shocker. <laughs> you don't shut the fuck up. Yeah. Fuck. Mind your own fucking business. Stay in your lane. Don't worry about who the fuck up. And then I went and looked at it. It looked like I was just shouting at the wind. <laughs> yeah. Stupid as shit. But um, 
I don't know, man. Like, would you go? Would you go out to Kaboo? No, I don't have no desire to see any of those bands at all. <laughs> I actually looked at it to go, hey, who would I want to see? Because I honestly, I gave it a, a fair Dude, thought. Dude, the cult's great. Jeez, oh, the cult's different. But they aren't going to sit there and play for three hours. No. I would think if I had a check, I know they have a uh, handful of different stages, staggered start times. It's like street scene used to be. Same type thing, man. We just go down, you hang out, all kinds of cool restaurants are in there. I mean, the Kaboo people really do it nice. Yeah. How much are you looking at? Oh, I think you're a hundred and a half to get in for a day. And then money, what you're spending, spending for drinks it. and everything. Yeah. But. Uh, Not terrible. No way. Be fun. Not terrible at all. But, um, yeah, I, I just, like, I just, I'm not into Dave Matthews. No, not, a, dude, fuck Dave Matthews. And. There's not one Dave Matthews song. I go, that's a great song. Right. And, but Kings of Leon, I, I don't know. I mean, the shit that I see, I've heard they're good. I think what's my friend, me? my friend Christy loves them. That's why I said oh, they fucking fuck. suck. Well, every time I've taken her advice, it's led me down the wrong road. <laughs> Then I have to rethink a lot of shit. But the other deal is why I kind of want to go Friday night is because Saturday night's a good fight night. Saturday night, um, Cowboy Cerrone is fighting Justin Gagey uh, in the UFC, is that which right? is a great fight. S- same night? Saturday night. Okay. And then uh, Triple G's scheduled to fight on the 14th, too. So Who's I kinda- Triple G fighting again? I, he's not fighting Canelo because Canelo's got to have knee surgery. But anytime Triple G's fighting, yeah. it's, it's always kind of a fun watch. So I kind of like that, the idea. And then um, I think the Rams and Saints play on the 15th was kind of what I was looking at. Okay. So my plan was do Kaboo on Friday, hang out, barbecue, do the fights on Saturday, and then maybe go up for the Rams and Saints on Sunday. Not bad at all. Not right. bad. Um, and just one quick thing. Yeah. I will not be at the... I know uh, a lot of people are talking. The, the barbecue thing coming up at Del Mar is great. I would highly recommend it. I just can't be there this year. Are you doing it? I don't know. What's the date? August 18th. I got to look. I got so many things uh, scheduled out for this summer that I'm ju- just busy with. But I got to check to see exactly what but I'm doing. I, would, I missed uh, it last year, I think, I, for baseball for the same reason. I would encourage anybody who gets a chance to go out there, do it. It's a, it's a really, really fun event. And it's great. The problem is, um, the mo- I'm just so everybody knows for the show, so we don't throw anybody off. Monday I go to Chicago, and I'm there from Monday until the following Wednesday. Come back uh, in town Thursday, and then Friday I'm out of town for three days with my sons because the Monday the the 12th August 12th. My sons start middle school, and so that's kind of a big deal. They've only been elementary school guys. They start middle school, and the problem is, Dave, like, I love doing all these events. Yeah. But honestly, man, Saturday and Sunday for me are the only two days I have with my sons. I don't give them up anymore. I'm just not giving them up Good anymore. Good for you. So uh, I appreciate It's always nice to be asked, and I sure appreciate that, but I'm not, especially any of you that are a parent know it. I don't see my kids seven days a week like I used to, and I'm not, I'm just, I'm not giving those days up anymore. So uh, they're going to do the suicide walk because they were impacted by Erica's passing on the eighth. But unfortunately, the event on the 18th, coming out of the first, 
week of middle school. We got some other shit planned, so unfortunately I can't make it. This is who you're not going to make it with, okay? As okay. far as if, if you turn down, if, if you're going to spend time with your kids, it means you aren't going to spend the afternoon with Craig Elston. Uh, I laugh with that fucking guy every fucking time I'm with him. That guy strikes me so funny. That he's And I love dudes that grind. That kid's got grit. Derek Togerson. That fucking maniac. I, uh, he may, I may show up just to ask him what the fuck he was doing with that trade proposal tweet. Ben and Shelly Higgins. Two really good people. Heather Myers. Oh, fuck. That, she's, that makes you think for a second. You know what? She is like all those guys. The, the, the thing with all of them that you mentioned, just really good people. Heather's just good fucking people. I know who's coming next. Tabitha Lipkin. Yeah, the best, man. The best. Uh, I want to know who the fuck takes all her pictures. Do you yeah. follow her at all on Instagram and yeah, stuff? Yeah, you know, it was funny. I was reading her thing today at lunch. I was sitting there looking at uh, my phone and reading about things that she's going through on a dating app. Uh, a couple of Laura Kane who was in here talking about what she goddamn Laura Kane wrote the funniest fucking story on her social media about a date that she had. And look, she posted this on social media. I'm not talking out of yeah. school. Laura Kane strikes me very funny. Tabitha Lipkin's great. But Kane wrote a story that said she went to coffee with this guy. And she started, she goes, yeah, I don't know. As I kind of got into house arrest and <laughs> rehab and probation or whatever else she mentioned. I don't know that probation, I don't think Laura's ever been on probation. But she just talked about all the different things yep. that she went through. She said she could see the guy's eyes kind of glazing over. And the guy said, I, I got to go. Yeah. And so Laura's like, oh, my God, I'm always TMI. I go, that's fucking great. The coolest chick ever. Like, like if one of those guys comes across her number or gets a chance, I, both of them. Tabitha Lipkin struck yeah. me so fucking funny in here. And Laura Kane just cool as shit. But the idea that the guy just told her, I can't take it. I got to go. was so fucking funny. We have a mutual friend who's on these dating apps, okay? It's a she. And she sent me a picture of a guy that tried to hook up to match with her, okay? We do? Yeah, I'll tell you off there. It's not a public okay. figure. Oh, okay. Okay. And the picture was a guy with lipstick and wearing a leather bra and sent, him, sent her the picture. God damn. Yeah. And she goes, see what my options fucking are? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that guy thought this is this is it. This was like I mean this, this is yeah. What yeah. did he say no to before he sent that one? Yeah, I mean unless he was like I want somebody to want me for the real me. The guy was wearing a goddamn bra with the lipstick on. Fuck. I had the Freddie Mercury mustache going. Yeah, probably can't sing though. <laughs> can't sing. Worth one dollar. Yeah, how about that shit? God damn. But anyways, yeah, they'll be. Uh, Kaner won't be there, but uh, Lipkin will be there. Like I said, man, it's a cool event. But it's just uh, Saturdays and Sundays, I do it with my kids. But I said to him the other day, I go, look, I'm going to Kaboo this year because fuck it. I never do that yeah. kind of shit. And they're like, oh, okay, well, what's it mean for your birthday? I'm like, it might mean fucking a day off from you two. That's what it might mean. <laughs> That's my birthday present. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it might mean. Did you drop fucking in there, too? It might be a fucking Probably. day off from you, too. Fuck. How about you take your foot off the gas, okay? 
Let me up for air. Their mom sends me the funniest message today at work. Every fucking dad lives this life. So my one son has a uh, Instagram account. Yeah. So he'll call me and light me up like, hey, can you fix this, fix that? I need this, I need that. So their mom, meaning no harm at all, sends me a message today, and she's like, uh, I thought this was kind of cool because we're going through a divorce. She goes, hey, um, if you're cool with it, I would like to continue to use you as my emergency contact. I go, well, yeah, because I've used you for the two fucking years I've been out of the house. So she started laughing. <laughs> and she said, I really appreciate it. She goes, I just, you know. Of course. Hopefully for a long time we can do that. I go, yeah, I think that's cool. I like it. So I, I thought that was great. So then she goes, isn't this cool? And she sends me a screenshot, and it's our kid who's written to her and said, hey. And she wrote back and said, hey. And he goes, I just wanted to say I love you. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So I write to him. I'm like, hey, it's really nice <laughs> that uh, you got time to write to your mom all day. Thanks a lot. I go, you know what? I can't wait till I get messages like this from your brother when I give him a new phone this weekend. <laughs> Tell your brother he's great. Tell your brother I love him. He's awesome. Oh, great my God. Kid. Proud to be his dad. You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> and go fuck the knot hole in the fence, jerk. <laughs> He didn't even respond. Oh, no kidding. I could see that he read it. Yeah. That's the thing that's great is when he reads it and he's like, I'm not even talking to this guy. <laughs> he has no time for it. None. Look, I'm not even replying to this guy. Oh, my gosh. And All he's right. bullshit. Why is it so fucking odd? Dude, it's funny you say that. I got a crazy story to tell you that something happened to me yesterday that has never happened Hopefully in my life. Hopefully it hurt. It was, cra- it, was, it was nuts. Like, ser- seriously, it's never happened to me. It happened right here in this Your garage. Your goddamn dog's going to eat that cigar, so you she's better not, be careful. She's not dumb. Oh. And I, I didn't realize she was coming back in. I put the cigar smoking on go. the ground. All right, get out of here. And don't cuss at my dog. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, I'll tell you that story in just a second. But I want to mention Brian Curry again. The real estate market is crazy right now. And, and a lot of people are telling you which way it's going and what's going to happen in the next few years. This is the time you want to give Brian Curry a call. He's the guy that we trust the most that has the answers exactly what to do with your biggest investment. Do you go bigger? Do you go smaller? Is now the time to sell? Is now the time to rent? Look, there's only one guy to call. It's Brian Curry. He's been doing this in San Diego County for more than 20 years. He's the guy that's won a ton of awards. He's also a guy that's involved in property management. If you need someone to manage your property, he does that as well. Make sure you call Brian Curry at 619-251-1588-619. Two five one one five eight eight. Well, the top guys for Coldwell Banker, you understand why. Dave, I like what you said about the property management because a lot of you were very, very smart years ago, did one thing that a lot of us wish we had done. And you said, I'm going to take some of this disposable income that I have and I'm going to invest it in a rental property. And I would think many of you have done very well uh, after making that decision. But you also go, well, it's great to have this rental property, but it's a complete pain in the ass showing it to people, going through the process of trying to find the right renter because I have to answer to my neighbors, potentially HOA and everything else. Man, that's why a guy like Brian, who's done it for so long, is such a great resource because you can turn the process over to him and go, hey, Brian, take good care of my property. Or maybe you are lucky enough To be in that position where you say, hey, I want to find a rental property. 
goddamn, I will highly, highly encourage you to give him a call. Some of the stuff that he told me that he looks for on your behalf will blow your mind. And just really great, insightful stuff. I'll share it for, uh, or I'll save it for Brian to tell it to you. Uh, great follow on Twitter at I Sell San Diego. I just, I said to him, I, I hung out with him over the weekend. Uh, in a short period of time when this thing finally wraps up and I'm ready to go, whether I'm renting or buying, renting until the market adjusts, whatever, it's the easiest part of my day. Yes. Because I got the best guy in San Diego helping me out making the decision. And I, I couldn't be more sincere when I tell you about the peace of mind that I have, knowing him, trusting him, and appreciating his friendship, appreciating that he's going to battle for me. Uh, you guys can feel the same way. Give Brian a call. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. Well, tell him Jeff sent you. <laughs> if you're burning up, there's a fan on the floor Walmart. that's facing yeah, it's me. Great. facing you. I know. I feel great. Just turn it back on yourself. It's fine. Makes oh, a big nice. Yeah, I felt fine the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, also, don't forget about the guys over at Hot Sauces and more. When you talk oh. about the heat, as Jeff just said, people think about, hey, cooking outside. And that's what so many people are doing this summer. We're going to have record heat this summer. If you think it's hot now, it's only going to get hotter. It's like that way across the country. And don't forget about the guys at Hot Sauces and more. And you can check them out at hotsaucesandmore.com. Again, they're located in the Otay Ranch Mall, right next to the main Macy's entrance, across from Daniel's Jewelers. You can't go wrong. Checking them out with everything they have to offer from the, the crazy spices that you can put on your mm. food and at the same time, that big green egg. You're nuts if you aren't using that big green egg. I was telling my uh, former brother-in-law about it just yeah. the other day. He goes, I fucking have one. You've been in my house 80 times, and it's on the <laughs> goddamn uh, out, out, outside, uh, out, uh, right outside the kitchen door. Didn't you see it? And I go, fuck, he does have one. You know, I didn't even think twice about it. He goes, I love it. It's my favorite thing to do all summer long, and we barbecue nonstop through that big green egg. I bet that guy, your former brother-in-law, goes, God damn, divorce sucks, but I thought I was free and clear of you. If that, yeah, if that what are you still to... calling me for with your dumb shit questions <laughs> about my green egg? Um, here's what I love about Brian's store. Number one, uh, every Tuesday night is the farmer's market in the Otay Ranch Mall. Man, there is nothing that brings a community together like a really cool farmer's market. And when you go over, Brian and Jerry just whipping it up. Get that hot link sandwich. God damn, it will punish you. But you probably need it, you little sickos. You're probably doing something that you need it. But it's goddamn so good. They're firing it up. They got the mini. They got the full-size big green eggs. But the thing I love about the store that you go in, you see Brian, you see Luz, is it's got everybody covered. Yes. If you say, hey, you know what? I may not be ready for a big green egg because I just got a Weber a year ago and I like it. No problem. You're covered. Everything they do, taste test. So you go, maybe you're like Dave. You're a big salmon guy. You go, I can't get enough fresh salmon. That's me. And they go, well, come on in, Dave. We got you covered. Now, if you're a guy and you take a piss standing up, <laughs> And you go, you know what? I'd like a steak, a burger, chicken. I don't really eat orange fish. They're like, fuck, come on in. You're all of a sudden move right to the front of the line. They're going to walk you through it. Yeah. The thing uh, that I feel like, Dave, for any of us that go in there, is it's like anything. You can always learn more. There's always things that you learn more. And especially if you're a parent cooking for kids, you know how finicky your kids can be. One, I have two kids. One kid loves the hottest hot sauce. The other kid's like mild the whole way. You got to find that common ground and you'll find it at Hot Sauces and more. Right down here, Otay Ranch Mall, 
go by and see him Tuesday night or any day during the week. Also, our good friend Dan Williams. Dan Williams right now extremely busy, and I tell you, you should be calling Dan. Dan's the guy that will sit there and, and help you out when it comes to your finances, and that's the big question everyone wants to know with. I think a lot of people are kind of shaken up when they got their taxes back this year yeah. and going, wait a second, the game just changed. Am I going to have enough money in the future to make sure my money is going to last a lifetime? When's the right time to even buy a home and finance a home? And that's one thing Dan can help you with. Dan's done a great job with it as far as finances go. He's done a great job with the people we know. I'm glad so many of you are taking time to call him. Again, it's the smartest call you can make by giving Dan a call. His number is 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813. I will tell you this, and I, I don't talk about this stuff too often, but when I was in my 20s, I did what a lot of people did, and that was ran up credit card debt, didn't pay attention, didn't pay the bills, and my credit score went right in the fucking tank, and I couldn't give less of a shit. And then all of a sudden, you start getting to the point in your life where you have to do certain things, like you want to buy a nice car. Maybe you go to buy a home, and they say, okay, we have to run your credit, and all of a sudden, that comes back like a huge red blinking light, and it's incredibly embarrassing, especially... When you go, fuck, man, that's on me. You, you fucked up. Man, I've spent so many years trying to rebuild it, and finally I have done it. And, Dave, it was great the other day where I was able to online pay two bills that you go, at this point right now, uh, zero debt. Awesome. Zero debt. Credit card. I drive Dave nuts in here all the time. I'm like, ah, I got to go. I got to pay this. I got to pay that. Attorneys paid off, insurance is paid off, everything's paid off, and you guys know what it is. When you are fighting that battle against debt, and when you get to the point where you go, fuck, man, I am like three payments away, I am a payment away, I can do it. Well, the way to do it is by having a resource like Dan, and he's going to help you navigate this process. Number one, he's going to ensure that you understand the most efficient way to make it happen, his borrow smart approach will help you reach your financial goals safely and securely. He's going to integrate it into your overall financial plan. And that's what I was saying to, to uh, Brian Curry and to Dan. I'm like, look, the one thing that I want to do when I go into this process is, A, my credit score is exactly where I want it to be. It's at the top of the scale Yep. after being at the bottom like a fucking dumb shit. B, I have the money I need to make a down payment and see I'm pretty much debt free. Yeah. And they go great. And, but I want to stay that way. And in the sense that, okay, if I take on a mortgage payment, um, can I manage it? What do I need to do? What are the steps I need to take? I know this, I don't fucking have a clue what they are, but I also know that Dan Williams does. That's why he'll be great for me. He'll be great for you. Dave as well. Any of you, uh, trying to get back on your feet or just getting ready to do what I'm going to do, which is buy a new home. You want to make sure that you can afford it. Dan's going to help you get there. Absolutely. Speaking of the, the hot and the new home, don't forget about Taylor May pools. And a night like tonight, as we said, it's only getting hotter. You're going to wish right. you had that pool in the backyard. Nothing like a great brand new swimming pool in your backyard. And the guys who do it best are the guys over at Taylor May pools. Alan Taylor runs a fantastic company. Again, he's been doing it for more than 20 years. The guy's been extremely busy, and he loves what he does. I was talking to him just the other night yeah. about what he does and the happiness he brings to people. Once he sees that smile on their face when it's all done, you can call, again, Alan Taylor and Taylor Made Pools, 
919-449-4452. Dave, I tell you, the people that need the pool are the people that's tempers are being impacted by this weather. And I watch a handful of these things. Look, I'm not, I don't, I have a porn star as a friend. I watch 30 second fights and I'm perfectly fine (laughs) with both of those decisions. Yes. But son of a gun, if the other night I'm not watching this video and the first thing that popped in mind was tailor-made pools. It was a, a family, beautiful woman, probably mid thirties. And she gets in an argument with her mother. And next thing you know, Dave, mom's in a headlock. Oh, no. And I go, God damn it. What's going on? And there's language going on. And now mom's going to go stay with the sister. And the one thing that I could not help but think was if this beautiful family, especially the daughter who's just mom, come here. Thinking she's a fabulous moolah. Get over here. What do you say? Nana. Ah. The thing that I immediately thought was, if this family had the benefit of going out in the backyard to a gorgeous tailor-made pool, man, tempers are going to calm exactly. down. Who, Cooler, gets ma- who gets mad in a pool? Right. Cooler yes. heads are going to prevail. Yes. Next thing you know, we're going to be playing Marco. Hello. Even with Nana and her bullshit. <laughs> she can play too. Everybody comes in. So... Yeah, the pools are gorgeous. You can see them on our website at DaveAndJeffShow.com. Click on the sponsor page for TaylorMade Pool. But, hey, maybe that was your family in the video. I have to tell you, I enjoyed it. I liked it. I watched it twice. Five star. But, Five stars. But, you know, when the kids are impacted, the dog's barking, huh? I, you don't need that. Put a tailor-made pool in the backyard. Everything will be fine. Absolutely. Also, finally, don't forget about Kyle Fluger. Websites are what he does. He's really good at it right now, and Kyle's the guy that can make your business look that much better. Why waste time? If business isn't where it needs to be and you know your website's kind of shitty, you know if you have a good website. Come on. Make it clean. Make it make it stand out. Kyle Fluger's your guy. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Uh, Kyle's my guy, but his wife, Amanda, is the MVP of the family. Congratulations to both of them. They just celebrated their wedding anniversary. Beautiful family. They joined us out at Otai Ranch Mall the other night, and it was great. Kyle's doing a bunch of stuff with jakesprojects.org. The website looks fantastic, but right now he's wearing the silver medal in the family because his wife, have you been noticing what's going on on social media? I didn't notice. She's been posting pictures from throughout the years of the relationship. Oh, really? And today she posted a picture of our man, Kyle Fluger, with very long hair. No way. And like a a ski cap on and a little goatee, a little grunge look like from Seattle. Oh, boy. And now you see Kyle now. Kyle's, you know, clean shaven, tight. Yeah. Good looking kid. He's got together. Beautiful family. But you see him as a grunge guy. And I go, well, I like this picture a lot. (laughs) And... His wife, who couldn't be nicer, says, I just love these pictures. Looking back at us through the years, and I'm like, you're goddamn right. We all love them. Keep it coming. Um, Congratulations to those guys. But the thing, Dave, our website has changed so much for the better. It's fantastic. I couldn't be more proud of it. And the thing that worked was I literally gave Kyle the most broad, wide-ranging direction of what we were trying to do. Yeah. 
and he crushed it. Hit he it did. right out of the park with the logos that he designed and the whole look of the website. I couldn't be more proud. I couldn't be more thankful. You'll feel the same way. Absolutely. You know, fa- fantastic job, Kyle's as good as they get out there. So what are you wasting your time for? You got to go ahead and give them a call. So uh, we're going to get out here in a second. We've been going for an hour and 16. But I got to tell Too you, long. something strange happened to me yesterday. Never happened okay. in my entire life. I was in the garage um, around 9.15. Okay, okay. In, in the garage, people, some of the listeners have already been here, but we have two big couches here. Yeah. I'm standing right there next to one of the couches, mm-hmm. a smaller one, and I'm watching the Dodger Angel game and doing next thing you know, I don't remember a thing. Okay. I passed out. Oh. Okay. And I'm like, but dude, I was out though till, I'll tell you when I, when I woke up, 545 in the morning. What? Where'd you land? Uh, on the goddamn couch. God damn. And it's funny. My wife thought I just decided I'm going to sleep right there. I'd never sleep right there on the fucking right. couch. And she goes, she turned the fan on the one that's on you and just kind of blew it my way. But it's it's fucking 90 degrees in here right, right. now. I'm one of those guys can't sleep if it's fucking above 72. You know what I mean? Right. And so, uh, dude, completely out. Don't remember laying down. Don't remember shit. Haven't felt great as I told you before. But I'm on this uh, a couple things I think might have might have caused it. But I'm on this this crazy diet for the last 10 days. Dropped 22 pounds in 10 days, which is Damn. probably way too many. And then, dude, I'm out, okay? And the only thing that woke me up was that my legs started cramping up like crazy. Probably dehydrated as fuck. And it woke me out of my sleep. But um, my wife said she checked on me four times throughout the night. She goes, normally, she says I snore. I don't know what the fuck happened. But she said, all of a sudden, yeah. you, you snore. No snoring. You're barely breathing. She goes, I thought you weren't even alive. She goes, it was crazy as hell. And you never moved from the, you stayed in that exact same spot for whatever, nine hours. Whoa. Right there. Like just nothing, nothing happened. Dude, I completely don't well, remember. Were you like, were you like six o'clock, like on the, on yeah. the couch or yeah, were you like five that, to seven? No, she, said, she said my head was on the couch. My feet were on the ground. The, you know, I wasn't laying halfway on the floor, but so she moved my feet onto the couch because she thought that's where I wanted to be. She's a goddamn angel. But she should have smothered you she, right then. She put the double gum with the pillow on my face. Yeah. But she said she like touched me, trying to wake me. She said, "You don't move. You don't wake up." I got. I don't remember you even touching me. Wow. So the 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 crazy thing is, I know you've passed out before. Yeah, twice. Now, when you passed out, did you know you were going down, or well, just, just lights up? My, mine's a little different because I've told you this. Mine was drug induced. Because we were doing the night show at KFMB, and I was doing mornings with Ted, and we were doing weekends. Like, we were in the midst of doing, like, we are on the air at KFMB, like, 64 straight days. But in the middle of that, it was mornings with Ted, and then late nights, and I was living in La Costa. So, La Costa to Kearney Mesa four times a day. Just a fucking grind. So I get kind of like a a change from like a cold kind of to a flu. So I said, uh, got home and I said to my roommate, Laura, I go, God, I am fucked. I just feel like shit. She goes, well, just crash out. I go, I can't fucking crash out. I got to (laughs) leave and go do the show. So this is like 3.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. And I go, well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a little NyQuil. Oh, no. I'm going to take a little NyQuil, and I'm going to crash out for, like, two hours. She goes, okay, well, I got to go. She like, I got to work. Go. I'll be fine. What the fuck are you doing? Talk to me like I'm seven. Fuck. <laughs> and uh, so she leaves, and so you know how it is. It's like a shot of NyQuil. 
So I pour that thing, gunk, 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 and I was like, oh, wow. Whoop, I'm going out. Boom, done. Just fucking hit the bed. Yeah. Our show was at 7 and much different traffic situation back then. And I think, Dave, I woke up at like 5.50 and was like, shit. <laughs> I call you and I'm like, I'm on the way. Fuck. And you know how it is when you fall into sleep. You don't know what's going on, right? Putting your shoes on backwards. Yeah. You yeah. look like every guy in the corner that just got. Michael Bisping tells a great story in his new book about when Dan knocked him out in that fight, that very famous knockout. And he said he came to back in the dressing room and was like ready to warm up. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing? The fight's over. What? Let's go. Here we go. Let's go. They're like, he's got knocked the fuck out. Yeah. I feel great. Let's go. He thought he was still warming up. He didn't even know. The fight already happened. Right. Oh it's my like God. when you see these guys, and now we can't laugh anymore because everybody's a puss. But when you used to hear concussion stories and Troy Aikman playing for the Cowboys, Troy, how do you feel? I feel great. Great. Where are you? I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. Yeah. You're fucking done. <laughs> Uh, that's how you feel when you wake up. And that's exactly, I was just like, oh, shit, done. So the next day I'm feeling better, but I'm not quite there. And so I go, well, I know what the problem is. The problem was I took a full fucking NyQuil like a yeah. dumb fuck. Well, I still need to crash for like two hours. Uh, not even that, like an hour. So what I'm going to do with no medical training, I'm just going to cut down on the doses. Yes. And I'll, instead of taking a full one, I'll just take a half one. I'll be fine. Yeah, piece Goop, of cake. Out I go again. Boom. Done. <laughs> Same thing. Fucked me up. But um, as far as like me but and my- you passed out when you broke your ankles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you know you're going down when you're in Baltimore? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, when I- oh. Yeah, but that's that again is different. Yeah, fuck, I broke my left ankle and my right foot because yeah. I had those stupid uh, wrestling shoes on and fucked up and missed a step in a dark Baltimore arena. But that's different, too. You see people like when they break a bone. Yeah. Um, when I had my... Oh, shit, there's another one. <laughs> I'll tell you another one. When I had my... When I had my ACL replace yeah and they do like an eight hour surgery i had this doctor named charles stewart charlie stewart in encinitas and i go in and my legs all fucking wrapped up in gauze and charlie uh charlie just took no bullshit right like he he wasn't quite rutger howard to circle back yeah but he wasn't far away from that so he says to me listen I wrapped this thing pretty fucking tight when I did the surgery. So you may want to just lay down when I unwrap it. And I go, well, no, I want to, I want to see everything. He goes, okay, I'm just telling you it's wrapped tight. Blood's going to start flowing, different shit. I go, all right. He starts unwrapping it. Whoop. Did he? And I woke up. Do you want to know what I woke up to? I woke up to this feeling of something hitting me in the face, and I didn't know what it was. Dr. Charles Stewart's ball sack? It was, thank God, not his ball sack. That came later. Uh, this fucking guy, 
my knee is just crusted with blood and everything else. And he's pulling wood staples out. They're like oh, full Christ. on wood staples like you get at Home Depot. Holy shit. This fucking guy is pulling the wood staple out, putting them in the palm of his hand, and flicking them into my <laughs> forehead. And so I get hit, and I like I come to. There's like nine wood staples around me. I go, what the fuck? He goes, I told you. I don't need guys passing out of here. Get your shit together. <laughs> so, yeah. And then uh, finally, when I was a kid, we did this game. How many guys? Uh, I shouldn't even say this. I'll probably kill somebody. Uh, I know what you're about to say. Yeah. When, yeah. You try and pass out on purpose? Yeah, Mike Paoli yeah. and I. And you would do that game where you would bend over. Yep. And you take like 10 deep breaths. Yep. <laughs> and then you stand up, you hold your breath, and your buddy puts like the Heimlich on you. Yeah. Down you go. Down you go. But we would just drop each other. Yeah. Like, who gives a shit if yeah. you hit the coffee table? <laughs> that was fun. But My, my buddy Rob did that in my house when we were in high school. But he goes, watch this. Like, he's trying to show us how to do it. Yeah. And he, he passes out right in front of us. But then he woke up like a complete asshole. Like, he completely woke up cussing us all out. Hey, motherfuckers, what am I doing here? Like, what? Like, we threw Wait. us all off. Like, we wanted to punch him in the fucking face and knock him Wait. out again. hang on. Tell me. So he did what? He woke up and tell me again what he said? He's Let like, me hear this line. Hey, hey, motherfuckers, what am I doing here? He didn't know why he was in my house. Like, he was completely lost on what we just did. Hmm. Like, we kidnapped him. Hmm. The chloroformed him. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll wrap on this story. You heard what Dave just said about his friend Rob. 2004, we get a job for ESPN 800. But those cheap fuckers wouldn't build a studio at that. Gro uh, if you think of where oh, Ho oh, Jesus. Hodad's is in uh, downtown at like 10th and Broadway. Yeah. If you go, there's a tattoo place there right now. But if you're walking north, there's like a mustard yellow building that still has the ESPN 800 business card really? out front. Yeah, That's MEC hilarious. Entertainment. So just like it's been the norm for me. Hey, if we're doing a show, what the fuck? I guess we'll just drive to East Lake. No yep. problem. So we come down here and it's me and Dave and our engineer, Gabriel. Who fucking a? This guy couldn't make a pop tart, but now all of a sudden the guy's gonna put us on the air. True. So as we're in Dave's house, and because I ran a board for a while, I knew a little bit. I'm just at least I know how to plug a few wires and know anything. Dave doesn't know shit, so Dave just drinks and gets fucked up. Yeah, that's true. Fucking hammered, and then goes out into his living room. While Gabe and I are trying to test it and some other guy doesn't speak a fucking word of English. Isn't TJ. Isn't TJ trying to tell us our levels are okay. We're going live the next day. Tony Gwynn, the guest. Dave just continues to drink and just fucking passes out on the couch. Out cold. So now, like, Gabe barely speaks English. Barely. And he's trying to tell me, we're good. And I'm like, I don't think we're good. And all of a sudden, Dave wakes up. Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing here? 
I remember I was like yelling at both of you guys. What the I fuck got, are you guys doing in my house? Shut up, you dick. Fuck off. What was Gabriel doing when I was yelling at you? He's laughing. Calling you pinchy gavron. <laughs> pinchy mariposa. You got to finish the story the next day with Tony Gwynn joining us. So we're like here. We're sitting at Dave's yeah. other house. Sitting there where we don't have Jake and Josh running in every fucking show or the UPS guy or the landscape guy. And uh, we have no, no talk way, back button. No talk back button. We're just two fucking dickheads on island. And uh, so we're like, okay, well, this is great. We I just talked to Tony. Yeah. Our first guest. We're launching 800. This is great. And Tony's not there. So we're like, hey. All right, let's go to Tony Gwynn. Yeah, we again, have- we have no lights to, on our phone to right. show if somebody's called in. So we're assuming Tony's calling the number downtown to plug him into right. our show in Eastlake. And Gabe, our stellar engineer, says in the microphone, <laughs> like thinking that he's saying it in a talkback, which would only go in our ear, says on the air, Tony Gwynn is not on the phone. <laughs> And Dave and I laughed. I think we said what? First. What? Guys. Guys. Hey. He might as well have done it with a sock puppet on his hand. Yes. Tony Quinn is not on the air. And we just were like, get the fuck off the mic, Gabe, you idiot. <laughs> But I'll it, never forget that. Yeah, he thought he was just saying it, yeah. so only uh, we could hear it. Yeah, if I say, if I say it low, the rest of San Diego guys, won't hear it. Guys, Tony Gwynn is not on the phone. Oh, okay, fuck. Well, maybe you could do it. The other thing that I had, if you remember, Tatino had the idea. That's when we were doing the Sandy Alderson show. We did all that shit. Oh, yeah, that's great. I really didn't give a shit about anything at that point, never thinking that we'd work with any of that. That's when the Chargers hated us because we told you in 2004 they were moving to L.A. Yeah. They were changing to Powder Blue, which they're doing. Yep. And then apparently they got their feelings hurt when I said they were putting the Greek symbol for fuck you on the helmet. <laughs> Last time I checked, two out of three gets you in the Hall of Fame. But I'm, but I'm remembered for saying, you know, hey, what is the Greek symbol for fuck you? And we haven't done anything. Sorry, I'm the dick. <laughs> Sorry, I'm the guy who moved the team. But um, that's where, uh, what the fuck else did we do? I was just going to say there was something else that we did down there. Oh, I know what it was. So Bulldog, Joe Titino was doing the Tony Gwynn report. Yeah. So I, my brilliant idea was because everybody in Mira Mesa's last name is Wynn. Yeah. N-G-Y-U-E-N, everybody's win. I was like, well, there's going to have to be like an Anthony win somewhere. So let's just get a guy in fucking Mira Mesa and we'll do the Tony Win report. Yeah. And we thought the stronger the Filipino accent, the better. And we'll just put this guy in the fucking air and we'll just ask him. Baseball in, questions. Like baseball, we're talking to Tony Win. All day long. Tony Win on the air. <laughs> David, I loved it. We loved it. And somebody <laughs> stepped in and was like, Dude, we're trying to launch this station, <laughs> and Tony's a Hall of Famer. He was your first guest. Are you sure we want to do the Tony Wynn report? Yeah. I go, yes, it's my favorite idea yeah. we've ever had. It was a fantastic idea. You and I loved it. 
and we're going to do the Tony Wynn report. And I just said to Dave, we're just going to ask him the most fucking obsolete baseball questions, baseball history. Yeah. And the the bit was going to be like we found like four potential yeah, we Anthony did. Anthony wins. Yeah. And like change it up. I said, let's just do a different fucking Tony win all the yeah. time. Nobody will know. And uh, we'll just ask baseball questions until he hangs up. And he could just say whatever the fuck yeah. he wants. Yeah. I don't give a shit. What to like facing Jeff Shaw in the ninth inning? Right. What? Who's <laughs> 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 Jeff Shaw? Yeah. We're just like, and that was the bit. Just answer it however you want to answer it. Just act like you know the answer. There's no wrong answer. Whatever you want to say is fine with us. It's going to be great. And Dave and I laughed and laughed and laughed. And uh, for whatever reason, the Tony Wynn report never made it. Yeah, it didn't make it. But it was a clip mockery of what 690 and Tatina were doing. Yeah, and then we did Sandy Alderson, who we were excited about to have on the show. Um, And then, like, we could never get him, shocker. But then I heard him on Kixie. And so, um, because he was a former Marine, uh, Dave and I would just do... The Sandy Alderson report. And I was just, David, I've been in China scouting Bobo Chinko. I had a scrappy little son of a bitch by the name of Walter Weiss. We just had all this stupid shit that we would do. It was outstanding. And I'd say that I'm a former Marine. I'll be at the top of the bleachers. I'll put my uh, necktie around my head. Chan Ho. Remember that? Chan Ho. He said you're doing push ups. <laughs> I'm doing push ups, doing all this stupid shit. And I just always remember, like, we. He hated us. Hated us. Oh, my a, God. When fuck we, that guy. When we I, got in the elevator that's with That's what him? I was just going to say. Oh my you, gosh. me, and Milton Hines, we're in the elevator at Petco Park, and he walks in, and because Palais is like the dumbest guy ever. He just starts laughing. <laughs> well, he, it, for him, it was a nightmare because we get in the elevator. And we all but have. But he didn't huge... know until you start laughing. Yeah, but and he saw the huge name tags. We had the huge yeah, badges. And he with looked all our right names. at mine. Yeah. he stepped right up and looked right at mine and just shook his head and walked off the elevator. <laughs> it was a worst nightmare for. Him. But I will say this: as the Giants continued to win and are coming in here, not Tony win, actually win games. <laughs> Uh, Sandy Alderson, for all intent and purposes, fired Bochy. Yeah. Fired Boch because Boch was making a million dollars. I will also say this. I will be shocked if Boch ever comes back here as a manager. Yeah. Um, he is beloved in San Francisco. He loves what that community. I've not talked to him about this. This is just my guess. But there's a lot of people that just think that he would turn his back on a city where he won three world championships, where he will go into the Hall of Fame as that manager and just come down here in San Diego. And coach in the same division. Right. Yeah. Remember, maybe maybe the Giants would look at that and say, no, I knowing him for a long, long time, if the Cubs job opened up and he could go work for Theo in Chicago, I could see that. I agree with that. Um you know, I, I think Brad Osmus will be there for a couple of years with the Angels. But if the Angel job, potentially, yep. I just, Dave, to me, I look at that and I go, it's not so much about the idea of coming home. It's how would he be viewed in San Francisco where they're going crazy this year. Now the Giants are going to be a buyer. They're talking. Yep. Bumgarner's off the market. 
and they're going to make a run, and Boach is closing in, I think, on 2,000 wins. Yep. And Cueto's coming back to being healthy, they said. That's yeah. Like, that's like almost making a trade. I just, uh, I just, I would, all of you that are looking at Boach saying that's going to be the guy, uh, I, I'm i not 100%. I'm with you. Don't count Do on you it. Do you think that? You see I, what I, I'm saying I, on I, that? 100% with everything you just said right there. If the Angels would have, Mike Sosha would have left this year, yeah. the Angel job would have been appealing. The Cubs, Cubs job, job I, I think, would be the one. It, those two jobs are, I think he wants to stay in California. I'm with you 100%. Everything you just said. I don't think he's coming back to San Diego. And I think more so, not even the fact the old management group kicked him to, kicked him out. It's the fact that it would be managing inside the same division as the Giants. It's a slap in the face to the Giants organization. Right. And he he loves it there. Yeah. He's not getting fired out of San Francisco. He's leaving. Now, somebody said to me today, depending on how this next two months end up, could you see Boach coming back for another year? Well, I... For me, I know the relationship that he has with those players just because we've had yeah. so many conversations with him. I think what he'd want to see is what's Bumgarner doing? You know, what 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 is that team going to look like? What is the idea? I mean, management up there will spend the money. Yeah, they have to do it through free agency because they have a horrible minor league system. It has yeah. to be through free agency. But, um, yeah, my feeling is that if I had a guess, I would think the chances are much stronger that Boach would actually go back to the Giants yeah. for another year than come down here. So I don't think he even does that. I think he once he said it, he's going to stay with what it is. I, if you look at those giant contracts for the next few years, oh man, the Brandon man. Belts, the Crawfords, the yeah. Evan Longoria's contract's ridiculously bad. Right. Bo, Posey's not what he used to be. I mean, the, it's it's a train wreck what he has up there. Now, if he takes a year off. Yeah. Took 2020 off. Remember, he had a couple heart surgeries. Yeah, but he said he feels good. Yeah. He took 2020 off, and the Padre job was open in 2021. So there had been that year, kind of a, a year lag. That's different. But I can't imagine Andy Green, unless something dramatically changes, is here through the 2020 season with the money invested. If you're bringing in somebody like Rod Barajas or anybody else, for Boach to be your guy in 2021, that would mean three managers in three years. Yep. So I don't think you're trying to do that as an ownership group. So, again. Again. Um, they've already done that once. Right. Um, I I could be 100% wrong, but I would just, if I had to bet money on it, I don't think. A couple of years ago, I thought, yeah, absolutely. He'll come back here. He'd be the right guy. Fuck, I think you and I even floated the idea a couple of times. But now with the way that team is playing, the excitement around the Giants um, coming down here, I just, I, I think, I don't know how appealing that I would be I just think there's, it comes down to me, there's, there's one job that would take him out of retirement, and it's the Cubs job because of his relationship with Theo. Yeah, if Jason it was McLeod, offered. all and those guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He knows so many guys there, and a lot of talk that Madden's going to step away. Yeah. You know, so who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? I love to see Boach continue to manage. I mean, I, his career I, is outstanding. I don't think he's done managing. I don't I, either. I don't think he's done managing. I just think, I don't think if if he had managed the A's up there to three world championships and there was an opportunity in San Diego, that's a different thing. Yeah. But knowing him for a long, long time, I just, I know, and you and I have had how many conversations with him on the air and off the air about San Francisco. And look, I'll tell you, Dave said it. 
it, it might be a former management group, and he may have a wonderful relationship with Ron Fowler. I don't have any idea it, what his knowledge is of Pete Seidler, A.J. Preller, or anything else. When he thinks about this team, he remembers this team kicked him right in the fucking ass out the door. Nobody stood up for him. He was shocked. Because it, it was a million dollars a year. And am I right? This team hasn't made the playoffs since he left? No, it's been extremely disappointing. And so if somebody fucks you over for a pretty reasonable sum of money for the job you're doing, uh, no matter how quiet or easygoing a person you are, you work in sports, you're competitive, you remember yeah. that. Yeah. Doesn't mean any of us made that decision. We all would have brought him back, but fucking Sandy Alderson did it. John Moore signed off on it. Kevin Towers didn't stop it. No, nope, you're absolutely right. And that's why I think I'd be shocked if he ever came back here. So we're we doing a show on Sunday. Before we, we will leave? be here Sunday, but I just I got to tell everybody this: I'm gone literally for two weeks at the start of August. I don't. I have a job that pays the bills, and I have to go to Chicago for two weeks. So, um, that's that. Cool. I, I, I right. Yeah. Leisure shithead will bitch and moan. I don't have a chance to do a show from fucking Chicago. So I'm just telling you, your 64 cents a week mean a lot. But I get it. If you're like, hey, fuck you guys. I'll see you in September. I get that too. We just gave you basically two shows right here. We've got an hour 41. All right. Perfect. So that, And we told you we'd be shocked if Boach comes back. Yep. So uh, that's it. We will come in uh, Sunday, probably a little bit earlier Sunday, Dave. So we don't keep you here till 10 because I'm flying first thing Monday. And then uh, a little break, but you guys will be fine. You say going to the pods, right, on Sunday? Yeah, I'm going to the pods. Madison Bumgarner against Paddock. No, shut up. You shut up. Pretty good. Goddamn, Brian Curry, you're the man. Brian Curry, hook me up. Toyota Terrace tickets. Here's why Dave's great. Because Brian Curry texts us. Dave never looks at his phone or email. I saw it. I actually saw that one come through. Yeah. Well, I jumped on. I know. I didn't say a word. You know why? That was nice. what What do you think I'm holding out for? Um, when Alan Horton says, who wants to go to the Laker game? Well, you can go do the so, Laker game. Uh, well, I'm, I'm going. going to the Clipper game. You go ahead and go. Yeah, no, I went to. I did the Laker game last year. That was fun. You did can you go see to, Steve Bomber and Kawhi not be able to figure out how to shake hands? It was kind of embarrassing. Bomber is a Bomber is a whack job. Maniac. Um, no, man. <laughs> they like, both just grabbed each other by their shoulders. They could have fucked up the handshake so bad. They hugged were, each other? No, they just kind of, they didn't even hug. It was weird. It was like, they were, were you awake? It was one of those. Are you shocked that Ralph Lawler's not coming back? That that Brian Seaman got the Is TV that right? job? Yeah, yeah. It's you, a horrible name. Maybe. <laughs> All right, that's a good way to cut out. We'll see you Sunday. <laughs> All right.
Sol 